previously on Get Cancelled. Yeah, I think that's a whole other topic that we can discuss another time is why is obesity so prevalent in America? You don't really see that in other countries. What is going on? So let's go there. Warning, what you are about to hear is not for the faint-hearted. This is their cue to stop listening. It's time to stop giving a fuck about offending every retarded cocksucker and little bitch pussy. For every asshole twat and chode, the cunts of America will continue to make jokes with the freedom bestowed upon us by the First Amendment. We will no longer be afraid to piss off the woke bastards. In the words of the great Joan Rivers, just lighten the fuck up. These are just jokes, you assholes. traveled many places around Mm -hmm. the world. I've been to all seven continents. Yes, all seven continents, everybody. I've been to over 50 countries. That's, you know, a lot, but still not as many as I'd like and and not as many as maybe some of you listeners. Mm -hmm. We Americans are very different. You don't say. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like besides lacking of respect overall, again, this is just a stereotype. Right. You and I have talked about this before. Stereotypes exist for a reason. It's not that all stereotypes are true, but there's some sort of pattern there that creates a stereotype. Stereotype. Correct. Yes. I mean, we've discussed, you know, hey, just because you're Hispanic doesn't necessarily mean that you're a housekeeper or a gardener. Mm -hmm. Just because maybe you're Russian doesn't mean that you're necessarily a spy and you're related Mm -hmm. to Putin. Mm -hmm. Or if you're black, you're in a gang. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's just you know or if you're black and you are then a criminal and here black lives matter mm-hmm. um going basically, back to countries yes. countries changing yes. whoops yeah <laughs> food wise europeans they walk a lot mm-hmm. they are, i feel like our food and drug administration sucks of the quality yeah. that we have it's also all corrupt i feel like it's just a different, you look at an egg and here's your orange yolk versus a yellow hormonized yolk or whatever. Just and also in, in... We have bigger portions. Bigger portions. And in Europe, when they do their grocery shopping, it's really just for a couple days. Yeah. Like they're buying for what they're going to eat. There's a lot more freshness involved. There's a lot more cooking. I think they also take pride in having a meal. They stop, yeah. they sit, and they eat together and they enjoy their food. It's not like they're having to be workaholic and then they're just shoveling some fucking McDonald's in their face to just eat and get back to work. Yeah, work is less. Also, like, we've got these Ubers that are driving through fast food for us. It's like, they go lazy. They go to McDonald's. You don't even have to get out of your car to go to McDonald's. You can't even be bothered to do that. No. And then also, I think there is an emotional aspect to this obesity that is not really discussed. I haven't really shared this or spoken too much on it, but I've had my own struggles with food. And one of my more recent struggles is a binge eating disorder. There's definitely some sort of component to that, this emotional eating, because people just don't become 300 pounds for no reason. No. There's another aspect going on. There's also my 600-pound life. Dude. 
TLC, some of that stuff's fascinating to watch. Some then you just, how do you get so bad where you just can't get out of bed and you're just, here's your bed sores. I mean, you don't think that you're that big and you just keep eating because you're depressed or whatever it is and then you can't get out or it hurts too much or you have an accident and you just then are bedridden because you can't and then it's just the motivation. Yeah, you know, it's whatever... They talk about, this is not like supposed to be a pun right here, but like there's the two wolves, the good wolf and the bad wolf. And the wolf that wins, the stronger wolf, is the one that you feed. So if you're feeding yourself and sitting around and not doing anything and eating lots and lots of junk, well, that's where it goes. That's what you become. And then why is that happening? Bored, stress, what is it? What's the But there's got to be something that gets someone to be so big. You have to eat so much food. And then also the poverty thing, right? So people who are poor do not have access to healthy food options. No, they don't. It's sad. It yeah. sucks. But then again, everything's so expensive now. I mean, infl- yeah. inflation, I mean, look, it, it happens. It always happens. Mm-hmm. But now then people more struggle to then go. So mm-hmm. then here's more crime per se. And yeah. It's it all just, cycles back. Just like even I'm seeing at Target and all these stores, so many things are now behind glass. Mm-hmm, yeah. Because of all this crime. Yeah. You know, it's just something gets in your head or something happens and you just, you go down the rabbit hole and it's hard to get out. Mm-hmm. It is. Here's the thing. Sometimes I talk in such a cavalier way. I'm not trying to discount how difficult life is and the struggles that people have. Life is difficult. Life is very difficult. It's a roller coaster. Yeah. And it's it's strange that people, oh, I just want to be happy. I should be ha- no stress. And that's not what life is. Life has never been like that. In fact, I would say this is probably one of the least stressful times to be a human. Mm, as a kid. As a, I mean, as a kid, yeah. you're well. Well, I guess it, when you're it, a kid. it depends where but you like, grow up, though, too. It depends where you grow up, but also we're not in the middle. It's not. There's not a world war. There's not famine. It's not the Great Depression. Like not yet, man. I know. I know. It it's makes me coming. nervous when I say these things. It's coming. But <laughs> it is that is that's yeah. It is common. But these what is it? Whatever generation is below millennials, or maybe it is the millennials that are bitching and complaining about their pronouns and being disrespected because the wrong pronoun was being used. There's a bigger picture here of what the world is really like. Dude, my 80-year-old parents still call them Chinese. You mean or Oriental? Orientals. <laughs> Excuse me. Orientals. Not even Asian. Not even Chinese. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Orientals. Yeah. But it's interesting because you can say Oriental rug. Yeah. It's a type of rug. But that goes back to, I think we've had a previous thing of master, master bedroom. Yeah. You can't even, you know, it's, mm-hmm. what about master class? Yeah, a, your master's people. degree. Yeah. You're a master in something. Words mean different things. It's not like it means one thing. And also, not everyone is going to be bothered or offended by the same thing. Yeah. So this idea that we're trying to not offend people, we don't know what is going to offend somebody and what isn't. Because we're all different. But that also is like, well, when you're talking for work, you have HR stuff and it's like, okay, just because... I'm I'm talking to you, but somebody else over here. So therefore, this can be an HR complaint because they were listening and I was talking to... You can't talk about shit mm-hmm. anymore while you're at the office. Yeah, especially now that they're really bringing in this concept of microaggressions. So you could potentially be behaving in a racist way or saying something racist without knowing it. And that's considered a microaggression. So now something as simple as a male coworker complimenting a blouse of a female coworker could be considered harassment. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And also, what are we doing to men? You know, men, white men have the highest suicide rate right now. Do they really? Yeah. We are telling men that, first of all, white men, that they're all white supremacists. 
that they're all the problem. They're the problem of the country. If you're a white this male, whole, you can't even get hired you anymore. You can't even get hired. And then this toxic masculinity thing where men can't be men. And I feel like that bleeds into the whole transgender thing of like, I'm fluid, I'm this, I'm that. You know, the other day I saw a guy walking, I'm assuming to work, I don't know, in jeans, a shirt, and high heels. But everything else was like a man, but he had heels on. Huh. Wow. I can't even do that. <laughs> it is a skill. That's impressive. It's a skill to walk in shoes like yeah. that. Yeah. I want my man to be a man. What is going on with this younger generation? Like, are these girls even attracted to these asexual looking or these female looking men? Maybe they just think it's cool because some influencer on TikTok or Instagram or wherever got enough followers and they somehow it catches on within a school. Mm. I don't know. I don't belong to any of that crap. So I just don't understand. Yeah. And I think that we're making a bigger deal of things that it doesn't need to be as big of a deal as it is. Again, this is your personal life. Why I don't need there? I don't need to know this. Like I don't care. I don't care either way. I'm not I don't want to like stop you from transitioning, but also if I don't know you as a person, there's no reason for me to know all the ins and outs of what you're going through in that regard and because maybe somebody else will share in the same pain or joy or learn from your experience. I think that's why people express themselves more as hey, now there's a platform for somebody to listen. People have talked about how it helps them to grieve or understand or somebody else is going through the same a similar situation that I went through so they can connect in that way shape or form or they have a similar feeling and so it's it's all about connecting I feel like there's a way to do it like the ones where there'll be like you know TikToks or whatever it is of people crying and then they tell their story of why they're crying and they have to do it while they're crying it's so weird to me But again, it's this narcissistic nature. Everyone's got access to a camera on their phone and they're filming themselves. And it's about validating my experience again with these personal truths. Like what are you talking, there's the Everybody wants to be heard. Everybody wants to be heard. Not everyone should be talking, but it's the way that they're doing it. It's a narcissistic, very dramatic, theatrical way of doing it. So speaking of everybody wanting to be heard, you have a podcast. I know. Is that why you started this? It's because you wanted to be heard? The irony is not lost on me. Right? It's not so much that I wanted to be heard. It was more that everything that I was witnessing was so ridiculous that I felt compelled to talk about it. Because you can't say anything anymore. So why Mm -hmm. not just blurt it out and say, fuck you? Just because you ask a question doesn't mean there's ill intent behind that question. It's very well said. Just because you're black and you're in a dining area at a college and you're eating something, but the area is clearly blocked off. This happened. And a janitor came and told this black girl, you can't be here. Well, she decided that he did that because he's racist and went to get him fired. Uh, yeah, maybe it was just cleaning or being blocked off for yeah. like an event. Like It's like, it's not all about you. And not everything has to do with the color of your skin. No, it doesn't. And the more, like you were talking about earlier, we're putting everyone in boxes. We're grouping everyone. So again, if you're not with me, you're against me. A constant divide. But why, why, okay, why did that person feel like just because they asked you to like, hey, leave, you shouldn't be back here. Why are you then feeling the necessary? It's your duty to like, just from this instance... 
I need him to be fired. Mm -hmm. So now you're going to take a job that he probably, it was hard for him to get, that now he's trying to provide for his family and work his butt off for 15 bucks an hour, if that, depending Mm -hmm. on whatever state you're in, Mm -hmm. while you're going to school. Maybe you're going to school and working too, or maybe your parents are paying for all that. And this guy is working his ass off to put barely any food on his family's plate Mm -hmm. or keep him alive or medical bills or whatnot. And you just go, hey, you said I was in the wrong spot. I'm going to get you fired for telling me that it's like fuck you yeah not everything is about race and again it goes to this victimhood especially when it comes to race so megan and harry they are out of control and south park had oh i just i was trying to go to sleep but i thought yeah i haven't seen it but i'm real fucking excited about it yeah it was funny it's like give us our privacy but then they're trying to do everything to like get attention (laughs) exactly it was funny i was like "Mm, yes so many people do that yep and uh of course she's like oh i'm so offended how could they do this it's like have you not seen south park they make fun of everybody yeah you should be honored Oh, she was offended because she they did a thing on her and yes. she commented, oh. Yeah, so they did a thing of uh, them in Canada and then coming here or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, like, yeah. I want my privacy. And yeah, da, da, da. yeah. This victimhood. Funny. Like, I'm sorry, but Meghan Markle is the most white-looking black person I've ever met. Like, it's just the fact that she's walking around with some sort of racist chip on her shoulder is so crazy to me. I think, though, it's due to the... The royal family, and this is now not necessarily an approved person. It's outside of this cookie cutter, super white. I don't you know. Have to come I think from that this they were, kind of. I think they were kind of fine with it. I mean, it's not like she's going to be the queen of England one day. No. Um, so I think that again, it goes to your interpretation of something. She's interpreting things as though they're being racist toward her. But you know, she's got a victim narrative. She's incredibly narcissistic, and she wanted to be famous and marry somebody wealthy. She did. She hunted them down, and Harry was an excellent person for her to manipulate. She knew exactly what to say to him to create a divide. She divided Harry from his family. But maybe there was always a disconnect on it at his family. We don't really know yeah. what's behind the scenes. Of I'm sure that. there was something there, which is why she was able to take advantage of that. And I haven't read the book because I don't want to. I'm not reading. Pay it. into that exactly. I'm very curious, but at the same time, yeah, you're the spare. You're the second kid, guys. It's the monarchy. I want... It's just how it is. Yeah, I wanted a third kid because I was afraid if one would die, then uh, then I'd have a spare. Yeah. It's just how it goes, people. Yeah. Yeah. And also, the pressure that I'm sure William has. I can't imagine. It's a whole other thing. You have to look good, be good, always on good behavior. Mm-hmm. You do have a higher... And that's the thing, prestige. where she was acting as if she didn't know who Harry was and doesn't know anything about how the monarchy... Uh, the ins and outs of it. It's like, hello, you work for the people. You have to maintain certain dignity. You look a certain way. You're proper. You don't air out your dirty laundry the way that they're doing. They're shaking it all up. It's out of control. But again, going back to the, I am interpreting someone's behavior as them being racist. I'm going to bring up Michelle Obama real quick. So if you listen to Barack Obama If you listen to him speak when he was campaigning for president, if you listen to him speak now, he has definitely changed his narrative and he's playing into the America is a racist country and and everything is stacked against you if you're black and brown. And Michelle Obama was talking about her experience when she was first lady with her daughters at a yogurt shop. 
She was in line to order yogurt and some woman came in and cut in line. In front of the Secret Service and her and her daughter? Something is off with this story, but she says that that woman was racist because she cut me off and went in front of me in line. It's like... Did she know you were in line? Were you looking at other flavors on the yeah. wall or whatever it was? And so she stepped in line and then you got, mm-hmm. hey, what's Either this? Either it's a simple mistake or the person isn't necessarily racist. Maybe they're just an asshole. Yeah, people can still be fucking assholes. Yeah. Just because you're an asshole doesn't mean that you're automatically racist. Correct. You, but you don't know people's motivation behind something. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't know the intent of what they're saying because they put the wrong inflection on mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that they're being malicious yeah to what they're saying to you or that you hear them per se at the water cooler talking in the office that then you need to do an HR complaint or start something else up because you were offended by a conversation that didn't even involve you exactly that's a big thing that's happening is a lot of this stuff doesn't involve people who are doing these outcries it's like simmer down this really doesn't have anything to do with you why are you chiming in why are you chiming in because maybe they want to help fight for the other person. I I don't don't, know. But the more we play into this, the more we're dividing each other. I think that's what the government wants. I do too. Somebody wants it. That's my conspiracy. You know, I'm believing these conspiracies too, because it's like the more that they can divide us from the inside, the more easily we become to manipulate and control. And again, this, if you're not with me, you're against me mentality. If you don't think how I think, Which is so interesting because some of the people who are preaching acceptance and inclusion and all this stuff are the biggest bullies. It's wild to me. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll do an episode on conspiracies another time. Yeah. Conspiracies, I believe. I I never really thought of myself as a conspiracy person, but now, especially with this stuff coming out about Pfizer and Fauci and the suppression of Hunter Biden's laptop for the greater good, it's like if we're doing things, quote, for the greater good, it was just some shadiness. But Hunter Biden's a shady guy. Well, his dad's been in fucking government for, what, 40 years? Yeah. You get the you shouldn't be in government for for what happened mm-hmm. to you do your time you get out it's a public service not this Pelosi kind of bullshit yeah. where you're a lifer and then this is how the corruption all begins I mean no matter what it's it's just it's all just when money is a factor there's always strings attached and yeah. these lifers first of all, should not be millionaires. They're all millionaires. So there's something going on. They're not just independently wealthy. There's something going on for them to be making all this money. It doesn't make sense. You work for the people and it should be a limited amount of service. And also we need to age limit these people because when the founding fathers wrote down all this shit, they did not think people were going to be living past 35. It's out of control. But then again, it's like when we say this, there's going to be people coming at us for saying that we're ageist. Yeah. We're not ageist. We're just being real. Call me ageist then. I get, look, here's the thing. My mother's very active, still has her mind. She's older than, say, my husband's grandmother. Yeah. (laughs) Who has dementia Mm -hmm. and stares out the window. So it's, you can be 86 and vital and great and go and you can be 90 and still driving a car and have your wits about you. Everybody's different, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, it just, it's a lot to, it's a lot to do as a, as a president. Yeah. Barack was young. He was a Mm -hmm. good talker. He was good looking. Mm -hmm. I mean, two years in the Senate. I mean, I don't know how much that gives you as credibility for doing that, but hey, 
He did a good job. Yeah, I mean, well, we don't really know. I don't think we really were that much paying attention. No, because they're just puppets. Yeah. They're just puppets to do somebody else's bidding. My fear is that, like, because of how much going into conspiracies briefly, this weird relationship that's going on with China is, I don't like it. Everything is made in China. China and the NBA, there's something going on there. It's all fucking shady. Well, China needs us just like we need them. It's a symbiotic relationship. They own our debt. So that means they own us. We, yeah, correct. If they ever wanted to collect on their debt, we're fucked. Yeah, I mean. Our whole economy is just shit. I mean, in the Bible, there's no mention of the U.S., so whether we're just. Well, the U.S. wasn't around back then. The world was also flat. (laughs) In the Bible? Did they not know shit? Like, I mean, dude, they just made it to the spices over in India. Yeah. You know what I mean? You only know what you, there were no set, there were no set. You only know what you know. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a matter of, we ship everything to them. So we need them to put everything together because it's cheaper there, right? Yeah. We can't manage our money though. We can't manage our money, but we're having all the products and everything made in China because their labor laws are not really up to par compared to how we do things here in the United States. So we're happy to have things be done cheaply at the cost of Somebody humanity. Else's yeah. Yeah. But maybe they maybe they want to work. They have to work. But here's the thing. I just don't understand. I see help wanted signs all over the places. Mm-hmm. But yet people complain about not getting a job. I guess it's kind of like my niece that she just sits back and, you know, I, I want a job. I want to work. I want to make money. But then you're the lazy ass mm-hmm. who's not getting off the couch to do the work, to go to the business and or apply on whatever it is. But or you're just saying, I don't want to do that type of job. Yeah. This is a, a newer thing that we're seeing. And I think with the COVID shutdowns and then all these surplus checks and everything, we're having a younger generation that had this, I should be happy and I should work how I want to work and make money without putting in the hours and all of the tough things that you need to do to achieve success. They want to just be successful. But now then we shut down society. People got used to sitting at home. Someone was footing the bill or bills were being delayed, surplus checks, which like, like who is that really helping? It's a lot of money that really isn't going to do a a lot per person. You guys know that you have to pay those taxes back at the end of the year, right? It's just so It's not free money. Nothing is free, guys. Nothing is free. I cannot stress this enough. Nothing is free. If it's too good to be true, it most likely is. It's okay to have a little healthy skepticism. Yeah. Also, the more that you take from the government, the more you don't have control over your life. You don't have autonomy. Give a man a fish, he eats for a night. You teach a man to fish, and he can eat for the rest of his life. Well, we are teaching younger generations to be dependent on the government, to not think for themselves. That's what the government wants, though, right? Mm-hmm. We're easier to control if we're not questioning. <laughs> The person isn't necessarily racist. Maybe they're just an asshole. Yeah, people can still be fucking assholes. New episodes dropping every Wednesday.